Welcome to the VA HSRND Investigator Insights podcast series. In the second half of this wide-ranging conversation, Query Dissemination Coordinator Diane Hanks talks with Dr. Joe Francis, Chief Improvement and Analytics Officer in VA's Office of Reporting, Analytics, Performance Improvement, and Deployment. They're discussing the value of veteran engagement, on-the-ground qualitative interviews, and perception versus reality in VA quality standards for care. You said, it's great to fly by the numbers, but remember, healthcare is a human problem. How do you make the numbers more focused on the individual patient? Yeah, so my office is noted for flying by the numbers uh, because we generate a lot of numbers. But I'll tell you, uh, the other thing my office does is we spend a lot of time in the field. And uh, on a typical week, I'm usually traveling to one or another VA facility where we have teams that uh, work with facilities on quality improvement. And what we found is that you know, the numbers are often just the invitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, to take a closer look at what happens and to really understand what the numbers are saying about a facility's performance. You have to walk around, you have to talk to people, you have mm-hmm. to observe clinical processes, and you have to understand deeply the context, the clinical context of who they're serving, clinical workforce, and various other challenges which may be um, related to uh, technology, resources, physical plants, distance, human resources, and staff turnover. Uh, Every facility is a slightly different story. And so that human element going beyond the numbers and seeing what's actually happening at the bedside or in the clinic with patient care is key. Part of what my own team is starting to understand where um, we we find that the key to, to working with numbers is to find ways to combine um, tools that center around evidence. What does the evidence say we should be doing or implementing with tools based on process observation and process improvement? So that's where tools like Lean come through or change management. So you know we can take that to heart, that the numbers alone can not tell you the full picture, that the worst way in a health system to improvement a computer screen looking at spreadsheets and tables of numbers, right. uh, that you really have to go out, walk the walk, talk to people, see physically what's happening. Sometimes you'll see disconnect. More often, observing the clinical process really amplifies what the changes are. And we have many, many examples where we frankly couldn't, we couldn't interpret what the data were telling us until we actually touched down and paid a visit. So people on your staff do a lot of work in the field as well, going out to see what it's like at the individual facilities. That's correct. And uh, we are even inviting some of the folks from our uh, research community to be part of those visits uh, because we would like them to help us evaluate what we're doing well and what we need to do better. A lot of research groups are now using veteran engagement as part of their research. Is that something that you would consider or does it not apply to the bigger picture for you? Well, I think better engagement is really key if you want to understand the priorities for quality. And uh, uh, we don't do that directly, but mm-hmm. uh, every VA facility uh, is uh, required to have a veteran and family council uh, that provides input and priorities, uh, helps them address aspects of veteran experience. And we support that work directly through the CHEF program and my own team. Often the agenda of those visits is to share with the veteran what the facility performance is. Uh, as 
mm -hmm. we report in our own data system. I've even had the opportunity to join some of the veteran groups talking about performance at a local level, answering questions, and they appreciate the transparency. We try in those conversations to maybe clarify some misconceptions. The media sometimes pick up numbers or the star ratings and present things in a different way uh, than how we would have or how the veterans perceive the care. I even had one opportunity to talk to a veteran council at a facility that uh, was rated as one star, but um, I'll just say based on our own observations and their performance trending, uh, the facility was doing amazing work and really moving forward. And it had been reflected in the star rating for a variety of reasons. And the veterans actually said, you know, these star ratings are not fair to your staff or to us. They're demoralizing staff and, and they're making needlessly fear the facility. Uh, and I have to say, we took that comment to heart. And that's one reason why Dr. Stone is asking us to revisit how we do star rating, uh, because um, they may not be helping our cause of transparency. And uh, we'll be talking about that uh, with our congressional stakeholders, sharing uh, information about our plans going forward to revisit star ratings. You know, the work that we do is, is, is a lot more complicated, very context dependent, uh, and I'll say that uh, there are real differences, regional differences across the country, both in VA and in Medicare. And one of the, the real concerns, as you know, in, in Medicare is to the social determinants of health play into comparative hospital performance. In other words, the best way to be ranked higher you are being ranked in hospital compare by CMS or in U.S. News and World Report, is it to find some way to avoid serving the very disadvantaged? If we took that route, we would be selling our soul and running counter to our mission. Right. That's something we don't want to do. But still, uh, adjusting for social determinants of health in hospital ratings or rankings is still being debated at large in the research community. Uh, I would welcome some ideas from VA health services researchers about how uh, to, to crack the nut. And we've seen some great analyses that have been done in recent years. An example that I quote a lot, done by Karen Nelson out of the Puget Sound Health System, using data from the American Community Survey and showing how when such social determinants were factored in, hospital mortality comparisons, uh, what looked like a very significant difference of performance across quintiles of VA facilities basically melted away. That's important insight. Yeah. Um, it's hard to translate that into a uh, real-time reporting system because it took her about two years to do that work, but I think it was a fundamentally important observation that uh, differences in performance is all due to something other than differences in the technical quality. Right. I'm also pleased that so much of VA research now is looking at how one addresses social determinants of health, oftentimes through unique approaches to delivering care and services. And another great example I use, and, and we actually share this with sites that we work with, the work that Judith Long and the CHIRP out of Philadelphia and Pittsburgh mm -hmm. did with uh, community health workers, veterans, basically who have uh, chronic diseases themselves have learned to self-manage their conditions effectively and now become assets and partners with the clinical right. teams in helping veterans that might be frequent utilizers of the system 
stay out of the hospital and avoid complications from their diabetes or failure or other conditions. The whole concept of community engagement and research has been talked about for years now in U.S. healthcare. Uh, I don't see a better example than that of VA mm-hmm. in terms of adopting that approach right. on a large health system level. How do you feel about the Medicare for All plan? Would that make it easier or more difficult? And does that include veterans? Does that does that include phasing out VA and privatizing VA into a Medicare system? Or is it separate? I'm never sure. You know, even if we were by some magical mechanism to say uh, we will have Medicare for all, uh, the question is, um, how do we get there? Yeah. Uh, because it's going to be an incremental process. And um, how do we leverage uh, a learning health system to help us do that secondly in a way the system can afford? Uh, so I'd say there would be few... Um, better examples than the VA health system uh, to give some guidance for that. Uh, but I will say this, uh, America has a unique relationship to its veterans. The likelihood that Medicare for all would subsume VA or make it unnecessary or obsolete flies in the face of so many studies mm-hmm. conducted by VA health services researchers, by RAND and others that shows how unique the cultural attributes are of the population we serve, how unique the particular competencies we have, and how rare those competencies are in the community. Mm-hmm. So Medicare for All, um, if it ever became a reality, that would scare me in terms of the future of VA. Uh, I think we're going to be a mosaic. Uh, we're going to have a variety of solutions to healthcare in America because that's who we are as a nation. How we get there, uh, again, is going to be an interesting policy and political and resource debate. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I feel pretty optimistic that um, VA is going to have an important role always for the care of veterans, and that means great opportunities for health services research. The views and opinions expressed in the preceding podcast do not necessarily reflect current or to-be-implemented VA policy visit the VA HSRD website at www.hsrd.research.va.gov.